The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him because he remains with you and will be with you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will live. And on, on that day, you will realize that I am in the Father and you are in me and I in you. Whoever has, whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. From the Everlasting Man. The human story began in a cave. A cave which popular science associates with the caveman. And in which practical discovery has really found archaic drawings of animals. The second half of human history, which was like the new creation of the world, also begins in a cave. It was here that a homeless couple had crept underground with the cattle and when the, door, when the doors of the crowded inns had been shut in their faces. And it was here, beneath the very feet of passers-by, in a cellar, under the very floor of the world, Jesus Christ was born. God also was a caveman, and he had so also traced strange shapes of creatures curiously colored upon the wall of the world, but the pictures that he made had come to life. In this homily, let us apply this uh, little title of this book that my community, Father Joshua, Father John, and the others are going through, called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Is anyone in a hurry here? In other words, let's slow down in our minds, our hearts, our spirits. We are going to hear the, again the word of God that was already proclaimed to us and ask ourselves, what does God want to tell me? And then at the same time, we must be committed to God as we offer him our week. The week that's finished and the week that he's giving us. And so maybe a couple of questions as we go through the readings. Is he asking me to be a humbler spouse? My guess is yes. Is he asking you to be more kind to your siblings? My guess is yes. Is he asking you to slow down and pray more for the gift of gratitude? My guess is yes. Is he asking you to sit down with your parents and tell them what's really going on? My guess is yes. So to my confirmation students 
and my first communicants, I would like to say a word of encouragement to you. Confirmation signifies the dwelling of the spirit of love in the spirit of the person. You will not be alone to face the world, but rather infused with strength from God. Not the phony strength of worldliness and brutality, but the strength of that inconquerable faith that filled the saints applies directly to the first communicants too. You will never be alone. As we go through the readings, ask God for this newfound strength in Jesus. And he will give you another advocate to be with you always. The spirit of truth. My dear young people at St. Joseph's, it seems to me that we are living in times that the Holy Spirit is going to show you in no uncertain terms that he has your back. And he is going to tell you everything you need to know. Us oldies know how difficult it is to be young today. There are many voices calling out to you and luring you into their traps. They will say to you, follow me, and you will have all the riches of the world, and they will leave you alone and sad. Can you remember the temptations in the desert of our Lord? It almost seems like years ago that we were celebrating Lent, doesn't it? Or maybe not. Perhaps it helps to remember that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert. As you mature too, you will be led by the Spirit and you will bring the light of Jesus into darkness. Glorify him by your lives. Remember this, my dear young people. Jesus came to bring us salvation and to save us from being less Christ-like. Our world needs us to be more Christ-like, more than ever. And you are going to be just like those first saints who were joy-filled and sunrise people who sang a new song called Alleluia. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. It goes without saying that one of the most precious gifts you will bring to our world is a reason for your hope. Always do this with gentleness and reverence, keeping your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, Those who defame your good conduct in Christ may themselves be put to shame. In other words, my friends, all this comes with a price tag. That's okay. Iron sharpens iron. What's important is that you keep peace. Have you ever noticed how many times we say the word peace after the Our Father during Mass? It's a lot. I think it's to remind us that true peace comes from the Lord, not the world. 
And to those of you who have been confirmed a long time or received First Communion a long time ago, to you I say, don't forget, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. God needs your hands and your feet and your mind and your heart. Don't grow old in the Spirit, but rather grow young. In the end, God doesn't look at our age or our experience of life or what kind of family I come from. He is looking at how much we want to love. Divine love is a force that comes to us when we are humble and small, but unafraid of being a friend of Jesus. I will share with you something that really touched me this week. I hope it helps you to realize something new. Let's pause for a moment and ask the Holy Spirit for an open heart. Perhaps these words from the scripture will help you. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. I think these words of St. Paul will shed light on this experience. The example of this living saint whose name is Elizabeth and who is a confirmed member of this community will help us see just how blessed we are or how blessed we can become united to Jesus. So, for my mothers out there, I was asked to visit Elizabeth this week on her 40th birthday. 40 years Elizabeth has been taken care of by her parents. Elizabeth is unable to eat by herself. She cannot talk and can only walk with great difficulty. Elizabeth can see you and hear you, but that's it. As her sister said that day, she has very little human satisfaction. And we could expand on that and say, Elizabeth has suffered for 40 years. She has done no evil. No sin has entered her heart. She belongs to God. Her mother was in adoration a few months ago, praying for her daughter, who was going through a particularly hard time health-wise. The mother said, God, how much more can this little one take? The response from God was short, sharp, and to the point. I am sustaining her. My dear friends, in fact, God is sustaining all of us. Amid our own trials and tribulations, God is right there in the middle. The Holy Spirit, the Advocate, the Consoler, the Paraclete, He is coming. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle them the fire of your love. I would like to finish by inviting everyone this week to find a cave. A cave where you and the Holy Spirit can communicate with each other. This is the place 
This is a place and it's sacred. It may be your bedroom. It might be outside under a tree. It might be when you go swimming. It might be when you go to the Adoration Chapel at Our Lady of Lourdes. Wherever it is, spend time there this week in preparation for the coming of the Holy Spirit. This is our one and only takeaway today. If you show up, so will he. The Lord has promised not to leave us orphans, counting on the boundless mercy of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We now pray that the church will stand before the world without stain or blemish, holy and obedient to God's word. We pray to the Lord. For all civil leaders, that they govern according to the true good of the human person and promote a culture of life. We pray to the Lord. For all mothers, that through the intercession of the Mother of God, the Lord will bless them and reward them for their sacrifices and love. We pray to the Lord. For blessings on police, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, and all who protect us at the risk of their own lives. We pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the repose of the souls of the deceased members of the Gates family. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Heavenly Father, we know that you hear our prayers and attend to our needs. Increase in us the virtues of faith, hope, and love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.